What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you're tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you guys again for tuning in. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Follow my man, Ben Shim, behind the boards, making the shit sound buttery at I am database, based with two S's. You can follow us as a unit at That's Kinda Neat. YouTube.com slash That's Kinda Neat, where you're going to see our guest today, Father Perform Young Hot Ebony. I'm excited about this the young hot ebony tape is one of my favorite of the year and hopefully it's something new for a lot of you guys i'm heavily fucking with the tape and i suggest that you go listen to it it's a lot of fun you can follow us on facebook facebook.com slash kind of neat everything wrapped up in a pretty package at kind of neat.net where you can listen to the podcast or see the videos and don't forget to subscribe 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 download that podcast app search for kind of neat hit the subscribe button it will make your life so much easier you can stream it from your phone in the car it's amazing 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 we took a week off, and the last one that we put out was with Dom, my homie Dom Cooley, and uh, that one went well. That was my most, that was the most shared uh, or the most liked on Facebook ever. I think on our page, like the little social media things is so. But most of you, a lot of you guys, must have listened to it, and we appreciate that. He's got a lot of positive feedback, and um, people were very excited and, and emotionally touched by the story of his son. And um, yeah, so thank you guys for tuning into that one. It was great. With that being said, I haven't done one of these in like quite a while now. Uh, it's been about two weeks maybe because we did some backed up so things that have happened since then one i had a show and some of you guys showed up i'm gonna be honest it wasn't uh it wasn't my most packed show since we've been throwing shows for the last two years since i decided like i don't want to open for people anymore and i'm gonna throw my own shows i'm gonna be honest this was the least packed of them and uh i feel like most people most rappers will try to hype themselves up and be like oh my god it was so cracking it was the craziest shit i'm real about 150 of you guys showed up and that's a great amount of fucking people like i'm so happy that 150 of you guys showed up in a room full of 300, it feels empty. So I got to really go off on that show, and I just told stories. I made it like kind of a behind the music, and it was a lot of fun. I got to just sit there and talk to people, and it felt like a fucking – it felt like having a show in front of family. And uh, when that happens, I'm very grateful. And the two opening acts, Johnny Polygon and our secret surprise opener was Nilo. They both killed it, and it was so great. And shout-outs to Caleb Stone and Dream Panther, who also showed up and did, did sets. It was a lot of fun. I had a blast with you guys. So thank you so much if you came to that show. Uh, what else? Oh, I was raising money for Alzheimer's, and uh, we ended up raising about 2500 bucks, which is about halfway through to my goal. I've set a goal. It was my first time ever trying to raise money, and I'm like, let's let's set a goal of 5000 and see if we could do it. And we got to 2500 That's only halfway, but I'm going to look at it as the cup is half full. The cup is definitely half full. We got halfway to raising $5,000. $2,500 for Alzheimer's research is amazing. Thank you guys so much uh, for doing that. And I went to the walk and I met up with some friends. One of my friends, um, shout out to Max. His father also, uh, you know, uh, had Alzheimer's and we relate through that. And, um, you know, it was great to see, like, I think there's like 2,000 people out there walking for Alzheimer's is a very beautiful thing. So... One of the stories that I told while I was at the show, speaking of Alzheimer's, was about my parents coming to visit because, as you guys know, uh, a few weeks ago I put out the podcast with my mom, so they were in town, and um, the first day that it, that they got in town, we decided to go to the beach. It was in the, it was in the middle of October, and it was still really fucking hot and as you guys know if you live in los angeles it's been really hot anyways if you live in southern california it's been really hot still even in the middle of the uh, middle of november it's like in the mid 80s so it's crazy right now so i told my mom the day that they're about to fly out i'm like pack your swimsuit pack dad's trunks in your carry-on bags and what we'll do is just go straight from the airport to the beach 
And she's like, I don't want to go straight there. Can we come to your house first? I said, okay, cool. So she comes, they come to the house uh, when they land. She has a rental car. So they drive over and um, we're telling my dad like, hey, dad, uh, we're going to go to the beach, you know, so put on some, put let's, let's put these shorts on and we'll go to the beach. And he's like pretty grumpy. He's like, why are we going to the beach? I don't want to, what, I don't want to fucking go to the beach. He's grumpy because um, he's six foot seven. And so he's really tall and if you guys have ever flown before, you know that planes aren't really even accommodating to the average size person. Like, I'm only six foot, but I get on a plane, and my legs are uncomfortable as shit. So now, imagine being half a foot taller than that, being six seven, and trying to sleep on a fucking plane. It's damn near impossible. So, this is a 60-year-old dude who struggles with Alzheimer's disease and who also is tall as shit and can't sleep. So not only is he exhausted, but he's he's confused and exhausted. So it makes him grumpy. That's what happens. You you know, like oftentimes people with Alzheimer's get grumpy about shit. And so I'm telling him like, hey, no, dad, it's cool. Like, we're just going to go to the beach. It's really nice out and um, it'll be nice. We'll get in the water. We're going to go have breakfast first and then we'll chill at the beach. It'll be great. <sighs> Fine. He puts his trunks on. We go eat breakfast. And I kind of alluded to this story uh, in the podcast with Dom, but like uh, we're sitting at this place and we get breakfast and uh, the lady uh, who's taking our order, I'm like ordering for, for my dad. And she goes, oh, you're kind of bossy, huh? Ordering for the whole table. And I wanted to just look at her and be like, hey, lady, like chill the fuck out. I don't think you understand the levity of the situation. I'm ordering for him because he doesn't even he doesn't remember what is on the menu. So mind your own business. But I had to just be like, you know, play it off. Be like, oh, yeah, you know. I'm bossy. It is what it is. But, you know, these are things that you have to that you have to do sometimes. And so we end up going to the beach after uh, we go to breakfast. And it's a beautiful day. It was actually really crazy. At one point, some fog rolled in for two hours. It was the thickest fog I've ever seen. You couldn't even see from if you were uh, 50 yards out in the water, you wouldn't be able to see the sand. It got so fucking foggy. But yet it was like it was still like 85, 90 degrees at the beach, but it was just foggy as shit. And so the thing about my dad and the beach that I didn't know, and my mom knew this because she took him to Hawaii and the, and the same thing happened, but he is apparently very, very drawn to the water. Like he wanted to be in the water the whole time. And so I had to accommodate and we were in the water the whole time. Like we were at the beach probably for five hours. And I would say we spent at least four of them in the water. And, um, it was crazy because the waves were fucking cranking. Like the waves were huge. Uh, and it was, it was breaking all the way, all the way down the coast. I was hearing from my friends in San Diego that there was huge waves. People in Santa Barbara were saying there's huge waves. And so at Manhattan beach, it was no different. There was a bunch of fucking waves. And, uh, I keep seeing my dad like get hit by these waves and like tumbling and going over. Like he's not used to being in waves, you know? Uh, I think he's still good. He's still very proficient at swimming in a pool, but I don't think that, uh, I don't think that waves are something he's dealing with constantly. So I'm thinking like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to like swim this six foot seven son of a bitch out of the water once he gets hit with a wave or something. But every time I would see him go under, he would pop back up, cracking up, like just like, oh, man, did you see that? I went totally under. Did you go under? You know, like very happy, like very uh, man, happier than I've ever seen him. Here's the thing about my dad is that he is a very serious man. I don't remember him with a lot of happy times. Like he's a very serious person when he was. I mean, he was a joker. Don't get me wrong. Around his buddies, he was a smart ass and a joker. And I think I kind of get that from him as well. But with us as a disciplinarian, like he was a serious person and it, and, and he wasn't a, a super sympathetic person because he worked at a hospital. So he had to be around.
around sick people that wanted sympathy all day. So with my brother and I, it's like, oh, we're not getting any fucking sympathy unless we're either like a broken limb or like we're dying or something like this is a man who literally stitched my brother up at home multiple times when he would cut himself. So to see him happy with us was kind of a rarity because he's a serious person. So I'm seeing my dad in the ocean, maybe the happiest I've ever seen him, definitely the happiest I've ever seen him in recent memory. And uh, at one point I'd tell him like, Hey, you know, let's go sit next to mom for a little bit. And, and the funny that he kept going like, uh, he kept going, Hey, where, where's Karen at? Karen's my mom. Where's Karen at? And I said, Oh, she's sitting over the beach. And he goes, Oh, he, she gave up already. And I'm like, nah, no, she never came in with us. And he would be like, Oh, she never even came in. What a wuss. And so then like a few minutes later, he would be like, Hey, where's Karen at anyways? And I said, Oh, she's over on the beach. Oh, she went in. Like, he would repeat himself. Like, that's what he does. And I have to, you, you have to kind of pretend every time that like, it's the first time you're telling him that or else it's, it can be disturbing to them. So anyway, I say, hey, let's go sit next to mom and just chill out because we'd already been in the water for like an hour. I was getting tired. And he's like, oh, why do we got to sit here? And I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, fine. And so we go sit down. I lay down for a little bit and my mom's kind of like taking a nap and I start to like close my eyes. And I'm sitting there for maybe 15 minutes with my eyes closed when I look up and he's gone. I don't know where the fuck my dad is. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I look up and I'd say, I go, where's, where's dad, mom? And she's like, what, what, where is he? She panics. And then I look and unfortunately uh, the fog had blown over at that point. So I'm able to see like, he's only just right in the water at the edge. But the point is like, he was so drawn to the water that he didn't want to sit with us. He's like, I want to go get back in the fucking water. And I was like, all right, look, I'll just go, I'll go back with him and I'll hang out. And, um, so we went back in the water and I said, Hey, you want to just walk down the shore for a while? So we walked way down the shore like we we probably walked about a good three quarters of a mile and then walked another three quarters of a mile back and then got back in the water and stayed in the water and and the point of this whole story of us swimming and shit is like he was very happy like i said and at one point he goes you know he points at these houses in manhattan beach i wouldn't mind living in one of those and he points at these these beachside mansions that are huge like you know, multi-million, like at least four to seven million dollar houses. And he goes, I wouldn't mind living in one of those. And I, I was like, oh, well, yeah, you wouldn't mind. I'm like, and anybody would want to live in one of those. Like, those are amazing houses. He goes, yeah, yeah, no, those are great. I said, oh, yeah, how, how would you pay for those? And he goes, you know, I'd probably like get some sort of cart and I would just sell stuff on the beach. And I said, you, oh, is that like that's you would sell stuff on the beach? I'm like, what kind of, what kind of stuff would you sell? And he goes, you know, you never know. And I said, you're right, dad. You never do know. And so it was just, it was really a funny situation where I just got to see him happy. And it was it was refreshing. It was nice to see him that way. Because oftentimes when I see him, here's some like real inside baseball shit. When, um, when I go home to visit, it's oftentimes because my mom has to travel and she has to take a solo mission somewhere for like a conference or something like that. So I would go home and hang out. But it gets, it's to the point where, like, yeah, my dad's forgetful and stuff. He doesn't have a great short-term memory. But he does know. He still has the – the he still realizes, like, when someone's there to watch him. And so a lot of times when I'm at home with him alone, he'll be fucking angry because he's like, why are you here? You're here to fucking babysit me? I don't need a goddamn babysitter. And I go, no, no. I'm just, like, coincidentally here to watch you. I try to calm it over. But that's an argument that we have to have every, like, you know, hour or so about, like, why are you here anyways? You're just here to babysit me? And I, oh, no, no, no. So it was really nice to see my dad happy. And that is the end of that story. It it was great. It was great. And now they're home and we are here today with Father, coincidentally. I didn't even think of that when I started telling this story, but we are here with a rapper named Father. He is part of a collective called Awful Media Group out of Atlanta and they're doing really awesome shit. There's a bunch of them. There's 14 of them that he tries to briefly discuss at the end of the podcast, but 
the way that I found out about him is another beach story. The the story that I told you guys about Speak a couple weeks ago when we went to the beach, he put me on to Father. That was like maybe two months ago or something. I instantly fell in love with the tape. He's got a tape out called Young Hot Ebony. It's for free, I think. If it's not, I'm sorry that I bootlegged it. It's great. I, it's clever. It's whimsical. It's uh, it's uh, I hate to say it, but it's very swaggy. Like it's got a lot of je ne sais quoi to it. It's short too. It's only like maybe a 20 minute tape. So it's kind of got a punk rock feel in its time length and you can get through it quick. And there's a bunch, like there's a bunch of clever hooks that you can learn the first time you hear it. And I love that. I think that when you're performing at a concert and you're playing a song in front of people who've never heard you before, if you can get them to learn a chorus, the fucking first time you say it, that's amazing because then by the second time you say it, they already know it and are chanting along. So needless to say, I'm a big fan of this record. Um, the intro song, Fake As Fuck, on Young Hot Ebony has somehow become uh, in my top 10 most played iTunes songs, which is insane. Uh, so I must have listened to that quite a bit. So we were able to link up with him because he's out here for some shows in LA. He played at Camp Flogna. He, uh, Earl brought him out. The Earl and Vince Staples brought him out and he did some songs at the carnival and, uh, he's playing low end theory today. If you're listening, because it's going to come out on a Wednesday. So he's playing low end theory today. And, uh, he played a party that, uh, the homies Adam and Romo threw. and he's just out here. He's doing it. He's moving and shaking. Uh, he kind of started getting noticed after McConan blew up after the Drake co-sign on McConan. McConan has done a bunch of songs with awful media group. And so it all kind of like, became this serendipity thing where they were getting some of the the publicity runoff and they've been running with it and they're doing great and him and his team are cool as fuck had a good time with this conversation and hopefully you guys will have a good time with it too so without further ado here is my conversation with father So what's up, man? How's Snapchat going? Oh, it's going amazing. I see you on Twitter pumping the Snapchat. Like, yeah, hit yeah, me yeah. Up, hit me up. Yeah, man. It's a it's a great way to connect with people. Yeah, what kind of people are you connecting with? Everybody, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> no specifics, man. You know, everybody. I saw a fucking great tweet you wrote the other day of like. Uh, oh, when people say that I inspired them, I assume they're doing trifling shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking oh, accurate. That's a funny yeah. tweet. It's a, it's a, I mean, it's, it's one of those ones. Yeah, like, for sure. It's one of those ones. You're just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that seems on point because the record is trifling, but it's amazing. I, 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 yeah. I gotta say, I'm a big fan of Young Hot Ebony. Uh, the, the homie Speak put me up on it uh, on a beach day one day. I feel like I emailed you guys immediately after that, like trying okay. to make this happen because I because I just I love it. It's a great record. But first things first, like you're just starting to travel now. You're born and bred in Atlanta. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm actually born in Mississippi. In Mississippi, yeah. what part? Uh, Pearl. Where's that at? It's Rankin County, Jackson. It's like it's actually near Jackson. It's okay, immediately near Jackson. Yeah, we just had a homie on Pell who is uh, from Jackson, Mississippi. I think. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What's it like being raised there? Um. It's chill. <laughs> yeah. Was it rural or is it a city? I mean, it, it's it wasn't a big city. Yeah. Like, it's like uh, it's real, you know, Taco Bell. Yeah. You know, shopping. That's right. It. One it's little real, shopping real, center. Yeah. Was yeah. There a sh- I mean, there was like you know, there wasn't like a, a big mall nearby. You had to go to Jackson. Was there street lights? Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, you know, at least street lights. I'm from. We a, had a theater though. Oh yeah. Theater. Top, hey. But would they get the movies all late? 
Uh, some of them wouldn't come. But, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm from a small town too, yeah. and like I remember actually the day that we got a Taco Bell yeah. was when I was a sophomore in high school, and it was a big fucking deal. And me and my friends all went and like smoked weed, and we go there, and there's a line around the block to get into the Taco Bell, <laughs> and we're like going like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go get some burritos, and then like all of our like our teachers were there and shit. Like, what are you guys doing? Uh, anyway. Small town. Something to celebrate. Yeah. So was it like uh, you grew up knowing everybody in the town, small elementary school and all that? I mean, I was, I was, uh, I usually, just family mostly yeah. that I was around. Yeah. I stayed around family. I didn't really hang with, I hung, I hung with like like one kid. Yeah. What were you guys into? Uh, running around in the woods, jumping on mattresses and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I grew up a lot around, around a lot yeah. of woods too. That's what yeah. you, did you guys play like a war or anything in the woods? Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, yeah we yeah. used to fucking have toy guns and just play yeah. hella games of war. You know, just crawling across pipes and shit. And yeah. And like, I don't know, crawling across ravines and just doing random shit just so as did far you, as they take you. Did you grow up like fishing and shit too then? Nah, nah, I didn't do as much fishing. Yeah. 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 I, I did it like one time. I sucked at it. And I was just like, well, I guess I don't need to be it's here. It's kind of a boring thing. <laughs> it's boring. It sure. is, but I, but it's tight. Uh, as an adult, uh, I find myself liking it more because like, oh yeah, this is a way to like I still really want to go. Things. It's I tight. still want to go. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. That and like rafting and shit. Like, yeah. I do some, like some fun water. I don't do, I don't do any water shit. Yeah. There's not really any water and I mean... If you don't want to travel, I don't want to have to travel to water. I want to just be like right there. There should be water right there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like over here, there's just water. There is. Like. And you know what's funny though is in LA, even though we're right next to the ocean, there are mad people that either A, never go to the ocean or kids that are raised here that have never been to the ocean. Really? Yeah. People sleep on the beach, man, because you, you live here and you get involved with doing shit and you forget yeah. to like I could take time. I'm, I'm very much a purveyor of like, I try to encourage people like, yo. Don't forget, we live by the ocean. Yeah, and that shit makes yeah, you feel mad like, good. It feels yeah. mad good if you go jump in the fucking water. Oh man, you know that's crazy. Yeah. I can't. I can't believe people would just not what that's here. Yeah, you, I, you know, you I, guys, everywhere I've been, I'm just like, uh, well, I'm on land. I'm a land creature. Yeah, yeah. The water things like every once in a while, oh, I take a trip to Florida with the family. Yeah, you and, guys hit L.A. on a weird time too, where it was like there was yeah. actually some beach days while you were here. I think. Yeah, you yeah. know, it was fucking hot for November. It was weird. It is kind of crazy. Yeah. I, and I just came from New York, and I was just like, I came, I stepped out off the plane in, like, all black ninja gear. Yeah. Hoodie. Like, fucking, even, like, long johns up under the yeah. sweatpants. Yeah. Dying. Just cold as shit, or what? Uh, it was cold as shit. Yeah. And it, was, it was rainy. It was uh, just rainy. It was kind of, it was wet and cold. So yeah. it was like, that's the worst. It's uncomfortable as shit. The worst combo. What yeah. were you doing out in New York? You had shows? Um, No shows this time. Yeah. Just talking to some people. Doing the cool guy meetings. Doing the cool guy meetings. Yeah. Meeting more people. And um, How did that go? Around. It was cool. It was chill. Successful. I liked, I liked, I enjoyed doing that more than just like every day. Just like, ah, oh, ah, 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 ah. Even though it's still like that no matter what. Yeah. When you yeah. drop down over there, just like, oh, got to knock shit out. Yeah, has it been kind of crazy? Like things have been picking up pretty quickly for you. It seems yeah. like yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of ripping and running. Yeah, have you been working at this a long time? Um, yeah, you know, like like not not as hectically as it is now. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, like, does it? Do, there's no such thing ever as an overnight success. Yeah. But does what's been happening lately feel kind of like what it the, is? Like, where it the is, fuck it, did no, this no, come it from? is. It is actually yeah. just like it's very much just like sudden. Because I mean, I just I mean, I just had a job like what a month and a half ago yeah you know another job that doesn't involve this yeah you know what were you but, doing um i was like working at a barbecue place yeah barbecue man you know? i love barbecue i'll tell you yeah yeah it was good it was good i won't lie it was good you still yeah. get free lunches when you go in now they're gonna be, next time you go in they're, like, <laughs> they're gonna be like oh you changed man oh, you man, changed you yeah, yeah you, why are you acting all hollywood 
you don't even come by no more. Oh, Fader talk about you and you can't eat fucking ribs no more. Is that what it is? <laughs> right. No, nah, that's funny, man. Yeah, so Mississippi, did you go to high school there? Nah, nah, nah. I left there at like 2000. That's when I was in Georgia. Yeah, what what, what took you away from Mississippi? This family. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the day decisions. I was I was young, so I don't I didn't really remember why. Right. I was like, oh, well, now I'm here. Yeah. You know, that's how it is when you're little. You're just right. like, oh, well, now I'm here. Yeah, exactly. You don't really have any say mm-hmm. in that decision. What do your folks do? Um, my mother's a nurse. Mom's a nurse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daddy does uh like computers and shit. Yeah, I don't really know the the specifics. Did they stay together? It's computers. Uh, my my dad dad yeah. dad dad. Nah nah nah. Where's he at? Nah, he's in Mississippi. Yeah yeah. Did your mom remarry? Mm, yeah. yeah yeah. So how's you the? See uh, my, you see the you see the like the you know the yeah having to think about it. Man, like oh, I guess I don't know. Yeah, sorry, I dig deep. I mean, <laughs> so sometimes people aren't prepared for this, but I I like to learn about. I'll be having to think about it. Though. I was social like, aspects I'm, I'm more. Like, I'm, I'm not really trying. My family to, be doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I be I be away from the house a lot. Yeah, know? since since college, like I've just been, you know, just out here living. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Where'd you go to school at? In in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. What was yeah, it? Georgia Georgia State University. Nice. And yeah. so, did you start making music in college or before that? In college. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like dorm room antics. Dorm room antics, man. That's really the. That is really where it started. Yeah. It is dorm room antics. Yeah, I feel that. That's a very similar story. Yeah. So you move in two thousand. What grade are you in when you move to Atlanta? Like fifth. Fifth grade, yeah. And was I was it, going in the fifth grade. So when you moved to Atlanta, are you living like? Oh in wait, no, no, no. Yeah, see, 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 there we go. See, I was in, I was a metro kid, like out there in the west, like not in the city. Okay. Like out where it was still just kind of like, oh, you know, no, you know, regular life, not city. Like, oh, like I'm hopping bur- on, I'm like, hopping on the train. Like, like burbs like, type of shit. Yeah, burbs. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. But was, was a, it still kind of a was it a bit of a future shock where it was like you came from this wooded area and now you're like in those suburbs? Now there's more more shit going on a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You know, but. It was more or less still, you know, just I'm chilling. Yeah. Here. If anything, I became less social really? for a while. How you so? Because of that. Just moving. Just like, it's like, oh, whoa, hold on. All right. Now I'm like, okay, here are all these other kids that are different. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is, you know, I don't know, Atlanta kids are just going to be completely, like another state, period. Just, right. It's going to be completely different. The kids are going to be different. Right. Like, country Mississippi kids are not the same as... You know, Georgia, well, Atlanta kids. And beyond that, I feel like Atlanta, like that's a that's a big major metropolis. And right. I feel like everybody has their ideas about it already. Yeah. And so like even as a kid, I'm sure you were hearing the music coming out of Atlanta and like seeing, you know, how it's portrayed in the media or whatever and being like, oh, shit, I'm like in the city now and shit. Like, was that a thing? Like, did you were you worried when you were moving there? Oh, no, like, no. Nah, nah. yeah. As a kid, it's just really just like, oh, well, here I am. Yeah. Enjoying myself. Yeah. I guess trying to find fun and and just me. And so you didn't get to be, like, of, the... A lot of solo dolo activity yeah. until, like, the end of high school, really. Really? Yeah, yeah. So what, just a loner all throughout high school? Not a loner. I mean, yeah. I was still cool at the school, but right. when I got home, I was like, I'm home. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to hang out. I, wanna, I just want to chill. Right. What, <laughs> and what, be, a, be a little internet kid. Just be on the computer and yeah, shit. Yeah, so you're on yeah. the internet. That's There we yeah. go. Like, what kind of internet yeah. shit were you up to? The weird, random shit. Like, goddamn, like, fucking forums and message boards and Hell fucking yeah. role-playing games hey now you're talking my language and, what forums were you on oh man oh it depends like i can't even like because it goes it goes from like when i was like 10 yeah first getting the internet being on like dragon ball z blogs and shit wow. like that to like you know fast forward and you know hip-hop blogs and random shit like that yeah. later on and like uh, what was it? What's one of the what's in what's another joint? Oh, four chan and like all that shit. Oh wow, so you're you're the, deep into the, the internet, random shit. Like you know, yeah. I mean, I was doing like when I was younger. Yeah, you know, it was like all I got is this computer and shit. I don't really like. I don't want to kick it with nobody from school, so I'm about to be at the crib. Yeah, going through the goddamn the the 
the cracks of the dungeon yeah into like the shithole were you playing video games too or uh, like uh, consoles yeah yeah yeah, yeah what games were you into definitely I was um you know like let's say I guess around that time like Crash Bandicoot PlayStation oh, yeah. you know I, I started out PlayStation kid before I made that transition yeah I, got, I originally got like like a 64 yeah. when I was little and I was just like I can only play Mario like what the fuck is this yeah so instantaneously you know PlayStation Metal Gear Goddamn! Yeah, Metal Gear know, Solid was a game changer. With the titties and you yeah. know, Crash Bandicoot, you know, goddamn, you know, I can see stuff moving. Yeah, a little yeah. bit more. Right, but action adventure RPG. Yeah, in, you know, towards that lane, I like to develop shit. Yeah, the stories know? like thick stories. Yeah, and thick shit. stories, develop characters. Absolutely. You know. That's funny, dude. Yeah, I like I, to make me and shit. I feel like I'm gonna age myself, but I was a. Uh, I mean, my first system was an Atari. Really? Yeah, and I and, and and we were but we were late because we were a little we were a little more lower middle class than the other kids around. So yeah. that while they were getting Nintendos, my folks went, "Oh well, we can get you an Atari for cheap because <laughs> the Atari store is about to go out of business." And then we didn't get a Nintendo until like other kids were just about to start getting uh, Sega yeah. Genesis. You feel me? So, uh, man, I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I didn't do, get I didn't when I saw like the Super Nintendo. I, I didn't I couldn't own it. Yeah, I mean I was just it was just like oh it's my friends. Yeah, you right, know? right. I didn't you know, I got the PlayStation and shit late way later down the line. Right. That's yeah. so funny. Though. I was so late. I, I do remember, like, when, when we did get a PlayStation and got Metal Gear Solid, like, mm. pff, that game was really, uh, that was, like, really broke the even, video game world wide open. I didn't play it. I used to just like to watch my uncle play it. It was so good. Yeah. I was just like, I just want to, like, I just want to watch you go through the story. Yeah. It's, it's like a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. When they did the fucking psychic thing where it's like, put mm. the controller down and I'll move <laughs> it with my mind. You're like, what? <laughs> Holy shit. Man, it's, it's, man, I miss old games. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, haven't had the time to play shit now. Like, yeah. And it's, it's gotten so far. It's gotten so far. I've just been watching friends play stuff. Yeah. I just, oh, I can't wait to get back into it. Right, you know, right. I, you know, everybody's like, you're not going to get any chill time, bro. I'm just like, Man. Eventually, when you work hard enough, you'll get to have some downtime. I yeah. Think, like, you know? Right now is the time where it's like you can't, you, you yeah. got to have zero it's the, it's chill. The, it's that go hard. You got to have zero chill right now, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm glad that we're catching you up on the, on the upswing because I truthfully believe that like in six months. Yeah. You, like you'll be too big to have done this show. So really? I'm, I'm catching you on the upswing. That's how I feel. I have a good, I have a good, uh, you know, uh, not to be too, my rap name is intuition. I don't know. If you know <laughs> so, I, but I have a good intuition about these sort of things. So, uh, yeah, man, I, solid shit is happening. Chew that nacho. We'll edit that part out. We're going to leave it in because it's LA so... LA makes you really hungry. It's so amazing. LA makes you really hungry. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I've been eating a lot since I got here. What have you been eating? Um, a lot of Mexican. You're supposed to eat Mexican out here. You took to school. You're a smart dude. You sound smart. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was, I, I, but it was all just easy shit. Like all throughout, like until I got to college, I was, it was just like, oh, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, all right, this is easy. Yeah. Stuff. So you, you, you were know? probably one of those dudes where if you fell asleep in class or something, it didn't matter because you could teach yourself. Yeah, what, I could at least get, you know, I you could, could figure I could pull it out. back in and get a like, oh, I at least get a B yeah. or a C or some shit. Yeah. If I actually tried, then it's like, it's, of course, it's all A's. Right. I'm, 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 I'm like a B on a roll guy. Like, yeah. You know, like, I'm a I'm a try, but I ain't about to try that hard. Right, know? right. Particularly probably when you get into like the AP classes and you yeah. realize that a B counts as an A on your GPA, you're yeah. like, oh, I can hella slack now. Yeah, yeah. And then and then I hit college. I'm just like, what? What? There's there's life going on. What'd too? you study in school? Um, in college. In college, I started off. Uh, I went for like health and sciences and shit, like yeah. pharmacy, pharmacy. And oh, shit. you're gonna yeah. be a pharmacist? Yeah, yeah. But I was just like. I, I took chemistry and I, I didn't pass shit, so I was just like, mm, nah. Man. Really? And that first semester fucked me all up anyway, because yeah. I was just like, what? I'm free, I can do whatever. Yeah. Right now. And then yeah. 
So I was like, all right, all right. So then I hit the, I hit the, like, you know, the next year. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to do what I really want to do, which is art. Yeah. You know, graphic design and all that shit, drawing. That was cool. But it was hella easy. I'm just like, why is this, this isn't college anymore? What is this? Like, right. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to give you A. Just let me, they just start throwing out A's. I'm just like, all right, I'm not, I'm all right. But, you know, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, this is too easy. And this, I just, I left that alone. And then I took film. I started switch. I switched to film like in the third, fourth year. And I might have made it like a some half a semester, and I just dropped out. It's so funny, dude. I feel like, um, well, first off, I feel like you just described my fucking college life, yeah. uh, and 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 it's very relatable. Uh, I feel like creative people, you kind of are scared of it at first. You're like, wait, yeah. why? Why is this not taking? Or like, why is this chemistry shit that's gonna make me money like not making me happy? And then you're like, oh, I want to fucking do creative shit, right? And then the creative shit feels like you're cheating life because all of a sudden. <laughs> You're like mad. You're like mad happy, but it feels like it feels like like you said they give out A's. You know, like yeah. oh you tried, good job. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But then also it's like you go, oh well, this this type of creativity is cool, but I want to do this type of creativity yeah. instead and just jump around and shit. So yeah, how like uh, when you look back in hindsight at your days as a, a lonesome internet journeyman. Were you, were you like already getting into like design stuff back then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. Like, yeah. Since, since then, since then, like yeah. you know, because even like every everybody when they little and shit watching anime is like, yeah. I'm gonna, I want to try and mimic this, yeah, and create something as nice and beautiful, you know, right? Like, making like you know the youngest thing I might have wanted to do was be like a nigga to make comics, yeah, you know. Then once you get past all that and get into other shit, yeah, but yeah, there's an interesting thing with rap guys and comic books, yeah. Man, so many fucking of the rap homies grew up on comics. Oh, hell yeah. I grew up yeah. on comics, too. My dad uh, told me, like, hey, if you want to learn big words, read comic books. They use, right. They use hella big Yo. words all the time. Yeah, that is actually true as fuck. Yeah, which... Uh, Sunday comics all the time. Which which universe were you into, Marvel or DC or... Mostly Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, mostly Marvel. That X was... stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, you know, I, I like I liked a couple of DC characters. Like, I was a, I was big on the Batman and shit. Okay, like, you know, yeah. Like, like, Batman, that was, that was like... That was the dude. Fucking millionaire playboy, goddamn bat suit, Batmobile, bat bitches. Where does he get all these wonderful toys? Yeah, it's like, like, oh, well, you need to come for money and all that shit. But, you know, but not exactly really. I guess it's it's coming, it's like, I wish, you know, oh man, why can't I come into that? Yeah. Maybe that's kind of where that comes from. Right. It's like this story of of fucking like, oh, this could be us. Who doesn't want to be a playboy millionaire? You know, making bat shit. That would be be tight. (laughs) I mean, but then again, I wouldn't want my parents to be killed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a given thing. There's a given thing. You're right. He's like, oh, I got this mansion, but damn, Damn. my my parents got killed as fuck. Man, I'm the fucking Batman. And I can't tell anybody. (laughs) Exactly. It's like that. There's definitely a given thing with Bruce Wayne. You feel me? Yeah. Because you know, like, he's already getting pussy, Bruce Wayne, just being a millionaire playboy, but he could be pulling whatever he wants if he was like, hey, you know I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Girl, you know I'm Batman, right? They'd be like, oh, shit. But he can't. He can't use that. It's almost like his own crutch. And then somebody finds out who she is and kills her. You know what I'm so saying? So it's like yeah. he can never fall in love. It's terrible. Oh, it's a lonely life, man. It is. It's a lonely life. And then he's stuck on internet forums. It's like where I'm headed. You know. <laughs> 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 so what in uh, like in high school, elementary? Did you ever get into sports or anything? You just like wanted to be a loner. Um. Nah, I didn't really fuck with the sports. That no much. sports. I mean, every once in a while, I go to the games and shit. Like, yeah. You know, be like, oh yeah, 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 those people I'm cool with in class. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, hey, hey, you know. Right. But for the most part, I mean, I was in a, I was in band. 
Oh, what did you play in band? Yeah, uh, started off on trumpet, ended up like baritone. Hey, I played the baritone. Low swag. brass, you know, low brass, the freak section. That's funny, dog. Yeah. Oh, man, you know, I, I've told this story before on the, on the podcast, but like when I was in fifth grade, we had the option to join band, and uh, I was like, man, I want to play the fucking biggest instrument. Yeah. It was like my, it was like my, if I was in high school, I would drive a big truck with race tires moment. <laughs> I was like, I want the biggest and baddest. And so I got a baritone, and I yeah. learned to play treble clef, uh, and, and like, but I grew up in the snow, and so it was like trying to tug that shit and t- like carry that motherfucker through the snow. Like, yeah, nah, it man. became too much work. I would not. Yeah. Were you a voracious reader? Um. Beyond comic books, did you did you find yourself like I don't know why I'm getting a fucking very smart vibe off of you? So I'm just wondering if like since you were uh, you say that you were kind of like a bit antisocial and maybe uh, doing a lot of like internet stuff. Uh, I wonder if like, you know, did you find yourself getting lost in novels and things like that as a kid too? Mm, not really. Nah? I mean like textbooks. Like, yeah, textbooks. I mean, you know, for school. Yeah. I'd read parts, you know, like, you know, speed readers. So I'm just like, glancing, you know, looking through shit. Yeah. Oh, what's that word? Look it up. You know, right. type of shit. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't really, I didn't like reading shit without images. Uh. Uh-huh. You know, like white paper and words. Like I, I tried, I used to try to read the dictionary actually. Like, really? You know, I was like, man, I want to know more words. Yeah. You know, and I just make it like a little bit into it and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. <laughs> Where the that's a, Yeah, reading the dictionary <laughs> seems like a good idea until you start. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. By the that time was the you, most ambitious yeah, thing I did. By the time you get to like antithesis, yeah. you're like, damn, I just started this shit. Yeah. I read like a hundred fucking pages. Because I remember one time I got this one book called Infinite Jest uh-huh. and I looked on the back and I was like, man, this, this story sounds so riveting. And then yeah. like I started and I'm just like, man, this sounds so good, but I... I'm not looking at shit. I can't do it. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm so visual that I just really don't. Man, is that a fucking byproduct of the internet generation, you think? Did you grow up with the internet instantly? Um, like, did you, like, I, here's it the, came around, it came around around when I was like nine. See, that's the thing. I didn't get it. We didn't get internet at my house until I was 13 and we were early adopters with the internet because okay, yeah. my mom was a teacher. Yeah. And so the internet literally like didn't even exist before I was 13, kind of, you know what I mean? It was yeah. like one of these things. And so now I find myself having such a, a much shorter attention span. But man, I, I can't help but sound like an old motherfucker when I be like, man, I'm worried about the next generation. Like, oh, are they even yeah. going to be able to interact with people? You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Ah, it'll be different. It's right? just gonna be like they're gonna interact and like not in like in person. It probably won't be like a normal interaction anymore. It'll just be like yeah, quick in and outs, and then yeah. I'm gonna tell you on you know on my little media app later. Hey, on. we're gonna have our small talk <laughs> in 140 characters or less. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep it quick. Yeah, keep <laughs> it quick. Exactly. Because uh, I was walking the other day. I don't know. I just I was walking the other day at the um, the carnival. Yeah. This kid was like, "Let me take a picture." I was like, "Walk and pick. Walk and pick. Walk and pick." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Walk and pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep it moving. We got to keep going. That's forty characters last, man. You know, yeah, that's the generation. Man. Yeah, these single serving friends type yeah. of shit. You know. Yeah. Do you find yourself being easily distracted? With, with I asked that because I realized the other day, like I can't watch, I can't watch movies anymore that have subtitles. Because I need subtitles. Because what's that? I need subtitles. Really. I actually watch movies. I turn on the subtitles. No shit. See, if I watch like a foreign movie that got subtitles, I find myself not being able to follow along because I'm always doing three other things at the same time. Oh, And I blame it on the internet. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can definitely feel you on that then. Yeah. I'm just reading this. Right, exactly. Let me play this video game. Let me text this. Let me read what's going on. Keep up. Keep up. Yeah. Let me send this email. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. I can't be, man, I I hate that I can't watch as many movies anymore. Yeah. That just takes so much out of your day, sitting and watching a movie. It really does. Like, that's two and a half hours gone. Even though it's going to be like a good two and a half hours, like, I know this movie's about to be good. Yeah. That's why I really only watch things now if it's like, 
like it's about to win like some shit. Like, right. like it's like oh nominated for this that and I'm like oh, okay let me go check that out. I've been I, I like sure I like I like them surefires. Yeah, like what? What was in the last um the last season of Oscars? Oscars. Fuck, what I don't was, even remember what, what one best movie. I feel like, it like was... her or some shit. Oh yeah, her her was that great. was that was that was very beautiful. Her, you know, her it was pretty. Like it looked nice. It I was just, gorgeous. I just couldn't get into that whole. I liked the movie, but I got to tell you. It took place in a not so distant Los Angeles future with, right. a, with a single man that lived alone, and I couldn't help but be like, "This is hitting a little too close it's to hitting home." Hitting a little too. <laughs> uh, this shit is very sad to me. Like, oh, you know, so I feel you. I feel you. I, I was feel like, you. This, is, like this shit getting is... to that point where it's just like, you know what? I don't like any of y'all. I'm just gonna look at my phone and just be like, yeah, yeah. This shit that voice is hella sexy. Exactly. This shit was too real. I was yeah. like, this is this is very believable. I didn't even get to finish it, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Should I go back? Should I go back and check it out? I mean, it was looking very nice. Like you know, just the spoiler alert: he dies at the end. No, I'm just kidding. He does. Oh, he, man, he that'd have been epic. That'd, have been, like, that'd <laughs> been worth watching. Maybe he does. I can't fucking remember. That would have made me go check it out. Yeah. Just to find out how he dies. I got a dope site that you should fucking. Have you heard of Popcorn Time? Popcorn Time. No, no what's that? I, I shouldn't snitch on this because it's kind of like a first rule of popcorn time is don't talk about but it's like it kind of combines like napster and um and like torrents almost or it's like it's like napster and netflix combined kind of using torrent technology without having to like download any torrent um third-party torrent things it just has all the covers of all this new shit and you can just click it and it'll like download it but it never saves any of the info to your computer oh shit but they got all the new shit that netflix don't got you know what i'm saying and sometimes you might have to write that down when I leave. It's free. It's free, dude. I'll text okay. you. Yeah, I'll text yeah, Morgan. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's that. fucking. Yeah, it's free, and it's like the it's the hot shit. And hell yeah, they got some shit that's in theaters right now that's already like perfect DVD screeners. So you know that's why I like. Shout out to Popcorn Time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I need, I need. I try to keep up on those sites because once they go, it's like, what am I gonna do? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. Back to Torrance. Right. I. uh I canceled my cable a while back because oh, like yeah. you don't even need it. Nah, nah. I haven't had cable in since since college actually. Yeah, yeah. Since before I dropped out. It's when, when they were when they were giving me shit. Like, yeah. Just like oh yeah, here's cable. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, we got distracted about the fucking. You went from trumpet to baritone. I want to talk. Oh about shit. That. Whoa. Sorry. Holy we we fuck. went on a long tangent. Whoa. So, <laughs> damn. I didn't even see that happening. <laughs> so I want to ask you. Did you learn to read music? Oh um yeah. For the most part, I kind of sucked at it though. Yeah. I was all right. Yeah. Cause that's why I didn't go into um like a uh, marching band and symphonic and all that shit. That's why like I stopped at the beginning. Of- marching is marching band like a big culture in Atlanta. Uh, when you're, yeah, I, I, it is actually. When I think about it, I guess I got I slipped out of it. That's why I didn't think about how big it is. But it is actually it's kind of big. Yeah, I, I don't think there's only a few. We don't regions, talk about it that much though. That's what I'm saying. There's only a few regions where that's like yeah. really a big subculture, and, yeah. I, and I don't know that California is one of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's, I don't. People don't. They don't go into. I, it was probably bigger before now. Uh, I don't think right now because nobody really talks about it as much. I remember like Battle of the Bands and all that stuff being really big at one point, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just don't keep my ear to the radio. Enough. Right, right. Mm. Uh, how long did you stick with band? Um, about three, four years. What made you want to switch from the trumpet to the baritone? Oh, that wasn't even my choice. My lips were too big. Said my band teacher. That seems kind of racist. It did. It seem seems kind of racist. Was it a was, <laughs> was it a white teacher? Yeah. Oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Hey, um, your lips are probably too big for the trumpet. That's why it doesn't sound exactly how it's supposed to sound." Wow. So, so he's like, "You should switch the baritone. It'll be easier." And I was like, "All right, bro. I'll switch to this heavy ass instrument." Wow. That's and, so- and then it just and then I became like, that's what I like that after that that's what I used from then on. I yeah. left trumpet. That was that was you know. 
that's so funny, dude. Like that's see in hindsight, that seems so racist, but at the time I'm sure it just seemed like good advice. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey man, like Oh yeah, yeah, this this authoritative figure is telling me like that my lips are too big. <laughs> and now as an adult, you're like, wait, this racist motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. I never thought back on that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, nobody just, ever told Dizzy Gillespie his fucking yeah. lips are too big. Like just changed what? the whole track of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no telling what would have happened if I did not hear that bit of information. I could have yeah. been the most fire trumpet player ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could be a fucking famous jazz musician instead of father right now. Exactly. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? But yeah, uh, I left that shit alone once it got to high school, and I was like, this shit's not cool anymore. Fuck this. Did you? Okay, so this is a super tech question, I guess. But did you switch when you went to baritone from treble clef to bass clef? Um. Yeah. 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 Uh, and oh, no, no, no. Actually, no. I did not switch. Oh, I did not switch. You I stayed, stayed on treble clef. I stayed on treble clef. Yeah. I want, and I, I wonder if uh, maybe subconsciously your music has been inspired by the baritone because i feel like your beats are like pretty 808 and bass heavy like a lot yeah. of them rely a lot of the melodies lie in the bass line really that is true yeah 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 and the, they knock yeah no, I, I, never, I never thought about that but i guess that might have been the origin of that I, i'm the deep, king deep in there i'm the deep king you went back i'm the king over analyzer you just went back in there you feel me i mean it all sounds pretty accurate yeah i listen i listen close and i and i sometimes on the fly come up with random yeah. theories and yeah. that's what just happened you're filling up my wikipedia page right now there you go hey <laughs> if you're editing his page talk about how his beats are influenced by his time as a baritone player yeah uh yeah man so then what happens when you're when you're about to go to college? Do you apply for a bunch of different places, or was it like you just knew you were going to end up at this one spot? Oh, I applied. I mean, I guess I didn't care that much. Yeah. After high school, I was just like, well, I'm done with this shit finally. I was like, I'm going to go because I just want to get out of the house and be like somewhere else. Right. I applied to like Georgia State, some medical schools like Emory and shit, got into – some got in I mean I got into everything that I went for. Yeah. Only I only picked like four places, honestly. Yeah. I was just like, I really don't care. I almost ended up in bumfuck. I'm glad that one didn't pan out. That's a real place? No. It was- <laughs> <laughs> bumfuck Georgia. I like yeah. that was the name of my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was just like, eh, whatever. I just went with whatever I got. I was just like, okay, let's write down in the city. Cool. I'm in Atlanta. I can just you know, I've already been I've already been in Atlanta a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, visiting, you know, my more my mom worked and shit like that. Yeah. But you know, I was just like, yeah, city life, cool. I'll come out here. Yeah. You know, also I was about to, I think I was about to, I was about to apply to like, um, what was it? I don't know. Something out here. It was like some real like regular ass LA like state school. I don't know which one it was. Yeah. Like Northridge or something or like was, one of the universities. Out it, was, it was some real easy to get into shit. Yeah. I was just like, oh, look, what? What? The scores aren't even that high. Yeah. And I, was, I looked at the ratio of girls to guys and I looked at the ratio. That's very like, important. What kind of girls like, yeah. you know, you know, you know how you got to fill out the thing where it's like black, African-American yeah. and fucking Pacific Islander. I looked at those ratios and I was like, I want to go there. Yeah. That, like one <laughs> of the like, things was like, are you a thought check? Are you? Yeah. You're like, damn, there's 57% thoughties at this school? I was like, what? I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go over there. But that didn't work out. Yeah. You know, I guess I filled it out too late. So I, I almost could have, because I'm pretty sure I would have got in. I yeah. would have come here. Yeah. Like, right out of, but I mean, I might not have been who I am now. That's what I'm saying. Everything yeah. everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that reasoning. You move into a dorm at, yeah. at where at? Georgia State. Georgia State. Yeah. So you move into a dorm there. What's your roomie like when you move in? Um, cool guy? Korean or no? dude. Korean dude? Yeah, Korean. Just... Shout out to Ben, the Korean homie back hey. there making the shit hey. sound buttery. Hey, hey. Los Angeles, big Korean contingent. Word. Yeah, so. Okay. Biggest, biggest population of Koreans outside of Seoul in, in, in Los Angeles. I did not know that. So, your roommate's last name was either Park, Kim, or Lee. 
Which one was it? Which one? Oh, thanks, man. Which one was it? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold Is that on. right, Ben? I think it was Park. I think it was yeah. Park. It was either Park or Kim. Yeah. I think it was. It was either Park or Kim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very popular name. So it's like, you if know. He, if he hears this and he's just like, nah, man. That <laughs> he's not. like, yeah. That was that's so racist. He that's said, y'all are as racist as the trumpet <laughs> teacher. Because <laughs> I was neither of those. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Did you guys get along? I never got along with college roommates. We got along. Yeah. We got along because we were both really chill. Like, I was just like, over there, like, yeah, man. Um, The only thing he ever, like, got you know complain about was me turning on the microwave because it was near his head oh he was scared of brain tumors yeah that's yeah. Exactly. i mean that's i was like that's understandable bro i know the microwave's right here by your head yeah I'm, yeah I'm not gonna do it at night while you're laying down yeah because you know we had it was one of those you know those beds in the same room situations yeah all that but i mean for the most part it was cool did you start i thought he was in like the yakuza or some shit like obviously no, it's not. <laughs> that's japanese but i know i know <laughs> that's what i'm saying racist yeah. Yeah. he's like you're so yeah. like i don't know his yeah. friends are very intimidating like it was just like a large crew like it was like a very large crew of koreans and it was just like they all were very just like i'm gonna come into your dorm room like, oh shit like i'm gonna be real cool yeah go in your fridge like like, <laughs> I'm gonna look at your shit. Yeah, you ain't gonna say nothing. You ain't gonna say anything because there's like 30 of us here. Yeah, yeah. They went to the gym a lot. So I'm just like, oh, they're, they're all, I don't know. Swole Koreans? They were swole, yeah. 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 <laughs> My, he, he actually started off like, we started off like the same size. And then by the end of that semester, he was just like swole. Korean You're like, guy. when did you turn into the rock? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then all his friends were just scary as shit. And I was just yeah. like, okay, I see where you're going. That's funny. I see where you're going with it. Nobody's fucking with you. Did you guys ever? Did you guys ever fight over like um, like what music was getting played in the room or anything? Nah, he used to leave frequently. Yeah, he used to just be out a lot. Yeah, and then I would be gone a lot because I was just like I just wanted to explore the fucking city. Yeah. So what'd you do when you got there? Would you where'd you start exploring? Ooh, just when do you start breaking into like the scene? You know what I'm saying? The scene. Yeah. Let's see. That was. That was more so towards the end of that freshman year, like yeah. going into my sophomore year. I met like uh, my manager, Morian, actually. Shout he out went, to we, Morian. We went to the same, we went to the, you know, went to the Georgia State together. Yeah. I well, met, let, I met me, him towards let, the end. let me tell you on a personal note, he's yeah. very easy to deal with yeah. in emails. So oh, that's yeah. a good guy. Hang on to yeah, him. He's a good definitely. dude. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So but, shout out to Morian. Proceed. <laughs> but yeah, we met towards the end of like that. Well, I mean, we kind of were aware of each other already, yeah. but we really met towards the end of that first year. Yeah. And I met his cousin, Keith mm. Charles Spacebar. Okay. You know, yeah. also awful. Yeah, shout out. You know, and that also in turn made me meet Ethereal. Yes. And so we were already kind of... You guys were already like a friend group before yeah, yeah. you became already a, like a Yeah, already yeah. a group of friends. And then like, you know, their extensive friends and friends and friends and friends and friends and friends and, you know, circle. Yeah. Because Atlanta's not, you know, once you start, once these circles start spawning, it's just like they overlap real fast. Yeah, totally. Los Angeles is the same way. Yeah. There's a lot of different um, small subsects that all kind of uh, become circles that interlap right. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Venn, Venn diagram, if you will. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. So was your freshman year of college kind of the formative year of establishing your music taste, or did that happen when you were younger? That happened. I mean, it's 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 been like in my ear, yeah, all the time, like since I was younger. You yeah, know, just you know, having family and people around me. And I always my, say, my mom played stuff like that. I have like a theory that the age of thirteen is the year that really glues music together in your head because that, yeah. it, and it might be a, a bias, but it's a, a lot of people that I've talked to about that. But when I was thirteen, is when I found like. Wu-Tang Clan, Snoop Dogg, like all right. these people that were coming out when I was 13. And to this day, like that's all the shit that like uh, defined my, defines my taste. You know what I'm saying? And so w- w- was that, was there anything like that defining your taste at, at that, that time for you? At that time around 13, I'm trying to think, where was I at? Where was, what school was I in? 
Um, I don't know. I think around that time I was playing random ass shit like techno and oh, really? a lot of electro and dance music, especially That's going into like in a high school. That's very internet. Yeah, very internet. Very yeah. internet. Yeah, like all that like random shit that I was into at the time. Yeah. I can't really remember a lot of the names. Right. I just know that I listen. I was just on that shit. Like, yeah. oh, old dance music. You know, but I guess that was because you that, know that's my mom's in, and shit. That's interesting too. Why? Why? Why you say your mom's? That's I mean, she, she, was she played. To? She played a lot of uh, you know, like Uncle Luke. You know, oh yeah, yeah. bass. Yeah, type yeah. Shit. Okay. You know, dance music. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Of dance music, a lot of dance music when I was younger. Okay. So I guess I got a little bit older and I started looking into where that came from. Yeah. And that's when I found out about a lot of like European electro shit and all that stuff. So I was listening to a lot of that. Then it kind of got me into that weird shit like Uffy and all that. That's interesting because yeah. like listening to the record, that makes sense to me because uh, when you take it for, when you take it and you kind of dissect it, you realize like there's a lot of electro noises in it. Right. You got a lot of 808 noises in it. Even like uh, like on Young Hot Ebony, the fucking doom doo doom. Doom, yeah, doom, yeah that, like simple that little, little simple bell, melodies. It reminds me of like the Beastie Boys, like the drum kits in. they were using back then. Right, but it's also very sparse. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, there's a lot of room for for things to breathe on it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Anyway, so yeah, so you your freshman year of college, you're out with Ethereal, you're out with Keith Charles, Spacebar, Morian. You guys are you guys going to shows and shit? Uh, towards my sophomore year, yeah, we were definitely hitting up shows, especially after Keith's um his like first joint drop. Yeah, be, uh, before Common Era. Yeah, and that came out. That's when I was just like, really, just like, oh, okay, this is a scene. Like, this is a whole fucking thing. And who were you guys running into at that time? Um, early two nine, uh-huh. you know, like uh, various people, Sean Fallions and yeah. all these other cats, and the, that was just already kind of Hollyweird. Yeah, it was like around that time that they were all, I guess, on the fringe of right something. Right. But we were just popping out just then. Yeah, I wasn't even doing the music shit yet. Right. 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 Yeah. Like when you say the scene, like in LA, I can tell you when I was coming up, the form the scene that was kind of formative in my education was like a lot of really shitty shows where maybe like yeah. thirty people are there, but you yeah. like perform your fucking heart out anyways. Is that the kind of shit it was? Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of, a lot of like like oh these these aren't really like you're not in a room full of fans. Yeah, it's really, you're in a room full of peers, a room full of other thing. artists, or yeah. almost kind of like you're almost kind of like workshopping your music in front of other people. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of it was. That's what a lot of it felt like. Yeah. Because I mean, you look around. And it's like, wait, you you know him, you know him. Yeah. You're featured on a song with this guy. Y'all are doing all this stuff together. I'm just like, that's well, that's all the crowd right there. Like, right. But, but and even but here's the other thing too is that I kind of talked to Maureen about this briefly on the email. It was like, I feel like the circles in in Los Angeles and, and Atlanta are similar in that everyone kind of knows each other yeah. and that there is a lot of very experimental music coming out of both places. But I feel like Atlanta has a stronger track record of kind of crossing over. Right. You know what I mean? Like for every for every experimental rapper that's like doing shit in Los Angeles, we don't ever have a fucking young thug that like takes experimental rap to like crazy fucking yeah, levels yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah and just breaks uh, and breaks in and like and like mainstream people accept it you know what i'm saying you're right so what kind of artists are you seeing in the scene or like is it weird being in a place um where you're seeing local dudes fucking blow up on a national level um, what's that like it's 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 not even like it's not it's not too wild because yeah. i'm just because it's, it's, it's still it's even with the scene it's broken up into like areas it's yeah. like because i mean the shit that i came like you know that was around that little scene mm-hmm. kind of was more art influence mm-hmm. you know kids that are in like downtown mm-hmm. downtown midtown east atlanta kind of area then you have like you know you go deep into east atlanta and you got your gucci's and like all that shit and you go like south side and you got 
Waka and all that. Like that's that. Those are different areas of the city mm-hmm. where people they're not really into that downtown art shit. Mm-hmm. Like Young Thug, like where that came from, would not be popping out at the same show mm. around the same time that other people were coming up. Right. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, Los Angeles is the same way. It's like the scenes in West LA are different from the right. kids that are in East LA. They are different from the kids in the Valley. Then Long Beach. It's like all. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's all kind of like compartmentalized that way. Exactly. Yeah. That's so like, you don't you don't necessarily need one scene to pop up out of there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's really you don't need any of the scenes to pop up out of there. I guess. So when do you finally start to decide that like oh I'm gonna start making music now? Um, that was after staying with Keith and Ethereal for a high little second. Okay. And just seeing them work, I kind of started to pick up on, on, like, on their craft a little bit. Uh-huh. That was, like, right after I dropped out uh-huh. of college. Yeah. How did your mom take to that? Um, I just kind of backed it. I, I just, I was also doing, like, I was, like, I had just started, like, the awful media group thing. Uh-huh. Like, you know, shooting freelance. Yeah, okay, so... Because I was like, I'm tired of art school. Fuck all this. I can do all this myself. So Awful Media started more of just like a... It it was a... You were freelance filming and and art and like kind of being an art director. Yeah. You know, like uh, graphic design, stuff like that. Right. Yeah, so you start filming videos for your friends, essentially? Is that how it starts? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like the first video I shot was for Ethereal. Yeah. Yeah. What song is this? Still on the internet? Um, uh, What song was that? It was was a remix. It was a remix. Uh, don't kill this thing. It was called Don't Kill This Thing. It was a remix. Yeah, Don't Kill This Thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh, was, it was tight. Yeah, it came out good. And did, did people take to it? You guys put it on YouTube and like did yeah, It was you... on YouTube and then, you know, certain people saw it. Yeah. Fans, like his fans saw it. Yeah. And he was already doing a lot of shit. Like a lot, he had a lot of just fans in the city, just random people. It was just like reaching out. Cause you know, he was doing, he was doing more like drum and bass. And okay. Like, it was like a different crowd. Okay. That were into him at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so people were like, oh, this is tight. And you start to see like a little bit of results. Yeah. yeah and and you're like, like did you think like, oh, maybe we're on to something here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, instantaneously, I was just like, all right, y'all tight. Mm-hmm. I'm about to keep doing this for y'all. Mm-hmm. And let's just keep going because, mm-hmm. you know, I believe in y'all, mm-hmm. you know, type of shit. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't rapping and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was just. But did you know you could rap? Yeah, I mean, I was already like working on it before that, mm-hmm. you know, on the low and shit. You know, I, I was writing a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing I was doing a lot of writing. But did you you didn't let anybody know or what? Did a couple any, people knew, but yeah. like uh, like Archie Archibald Slim uh-huh. on the on awful he he knew. Yeah, because I I I'd go up to his spot where he had his little studio. He was working on shit. Yeah, and he would hear me, but for the most part, it was mainly just him. It's kind of on the low, like you just yeah. didn't like. Well, pause to that, but like fucking, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was it, it was something that you did for yourself, but like you didn't necessarily feel the need to share it yet. Yeah, so when yeah. does it get to the point where you're like, wait, I'm filming these videos and they're coming out good, yeah. and but I'm kind of catching the vapors and I want to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I just I just kept working on my production. Yeah, yeah. So the beats the beats came before the raps, kind of. Yeah. What yeah. what did you get on? Did you just bootleg some software? Um, reason, reason. That was that's what uh that's what Ethereal and uh, Keith were working okay. at the time. Yeah, they, they were doing other shit too. Like they, you know, they work with like Ableton and fucking um, what else? Other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even think of it right now. But right. They, they work on other platforms. But I just got I got stuck on Reason for a second. Yeah, and I was just like, I want to be fired. This. Yeah, and did you? Did you, what was your initial, like, what was your initial attempts at beat making like? Were you trying to sample or were you trying to just stick with drum kit type stuff? Um, like, what were you doing? Mostly just the sounds, yeah, just drum kit shit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a, did you have like a MIDI keyboard or anything like that? that you're nah, I'm, I was just straight on the laptop. You just know? on the mouse. Like, just on the, yeah. for the longest. I mean, even up to now, I still don't really use keyboards like that. No shit. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And, uh, so you, you when did you decide that the, the beats were good enough to rap on? Um... 
shit, that was like this past. Let me see. What was the first joint that I did that was of my own? I was just like, yeah, this is cool. All right, I'm going to go with this. Probably when I put out uh, the Teen Gohan thing. Uh-huh. I put out like Teen Gohan way back when. That was all just like, okay, I'm going to just go over my shit. Right. Because I was just like, you because know, before that, I was already like rapping over uh, Keith stuff. Okay. You know, me, I did some I did some songs with him and shit like that. Yeah. A couple of them came out. A couple of them haven't come out. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. But I was just like, you know, trying to find my vibe still on my own. And right. then once I started, you know, playing with my own shit, I was just like, wow, this is actually kind of even more my sound like it yeah like it felt good yeah felt right and so how long ago was that would you say uh two years two years ago yeah a year i, I mean know. two two years i mean when did, when did i put that out i hate you it, that's so fast to be to be like good i mean i mean i was working on like yeah. the production shit you know for like a good year or two yeah. before i was just like okay like, i can at least give my beats to people and shit like that right see people that don't want to like them and shit right what other people man there's so many fucking producers bubbling in atlanta right now like yeah. Uh, do you draw inspiration from local people? Yeah, of course. Of like, course. are you around? I mean, I don't know how it works. Like, are you guys around fools like uh, Sunny Digital and no, Metro no, no, no. I mean, I'm like just, that? I'm like just now meeting them. Yeah, yeah. Like, like as of like like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Like Billboard shoot, I think it was. Okay. I met Sunny. Okay. Metro, I met before that when Drake and uh, Lil Wayne were in Atlanta. Okay. On that tour. Okay, word. Oh, yeah, because Mokonam must have been on stage with them or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay, word. That makes sense. Yeah, that's the kind of shit that I wonder is like what, like when the circle, like how much do the circles overlap? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not very much. Not yeah. very much. Until like, I mean, more recently, they've been really kind of just starting start to gel. Yeah, right. like, like different sides just starting to kind of come into meeting. Yeah. 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 But before that, nah, it was just like that. That was over there. Some people were over there, some people were over there, some people were over there. Yeah, that makes sense. So what? how long uh, were you conceptualizing Young Hot Ebony? Like, was that something that you started working on? We, we, Young Hot, that was yeah. right at the start of the summer. Okay. Yeah, like I put out um, the Little Diddy EP. Uh-huh. And then immediately after the little Diddy EP, I started working on what I wanted to call Young High Ebony. And did you? And you had it, uh, the idea for the project like in your head. You knew how you wanted it to gel together and yeah. all that. I mean, the sound wise, I knew where I wanted to take it. Yeah, like, you know, just kind of like very simple. It's very cohesive. Very simple and jamming. It is. It's simple. It's fucking. It's clever. And uh, I almost feel like it's simple enough to where some people will write it off as like, "Oh, this is some ignorant shit." But if you listen, it's fucking clever. As it's very clever, I think. And I really like your hook writing because I think all the hooks are like, I don't know. There's like a certain amount of whimsy to them, like yeah. like dossier. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like that's a word that I don't. You never hear that. Yeah, word. it's not. Yeah, it's you not, never it's hear not that common. word. <laughs> you never hear the word dossier. It's not, it's not a common. But yet you fucking say it, and yeah. and like I said, the first time no, I heard that the comes record, from conversation. It's just like all the all the shit that's really the most jamming comes from just basic conversation. Just that is so, at the crib. That's so on point, and I and I feel like you can you can tell that it, it was like an inside joke that probably like got, just got to be recorded. Yeah, you know, it so. was like right before it. Literally, yeah. I think it was Rich Post Slim actually that was like said something about the word dossier. Oh, let me check your like, dossier. And I was like, oh, okay, dossier. Oh, pass. Okay, dossier. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's the funny thing is, and like, right then, just looking ahead and laid it. You know? It's so it's funny, but it's also like you can memorize it the first time you heard it. Like right. I, I felt like I was in my car at a live show, going like, let me check your dossier. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. I could see all them songs going off like that. Are like two dead six wounded. That's what you give her. You know, memorable it, memorable phrases. That's what I'm Yeah, about. exactly, exactly. It's so fucking it's just mad catchy, dude. And so all right, so you were you were kind of like had it visualized in your head of how you wanted it to come out. Did it come out how you wanted it to? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I had like the album cover in my head. I'm just like, I want this, I want the popsicles and the girl and Yeah. No, if it comes out you know, I'm like, like the entire time is like, All right, can I get this can I get this shot? Can yeah. I make this happen? That happened and it was like all these sounds coming together. All right, that happened. Yeah. Cool. And it's like, and put it out and it's like, wow. 
Yeah. How yeah. long did it? T- you put it out, and I feel like what people must have caught on to it like a month or two later. Yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. It was like a month later. Yeah. yeah. I would say. Yeah. So this summer must have just been a crazy shitstorm for you because, like, we got well. Let, well, let's just talk about like the whole. Obviously, the 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 most cliched question is like, tell me about McConan and your relationship with McConan. But like, you guys must have been homies, or you guys are homies, right? Once we um. Once we made that Nokia record. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we had met, like, a year before then, back when we used to throw, we used to throw parties and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, you know, like, awful awful media. Yeah. Like, we threw events in the city and shit like okay. that. Okay. And how how would, how would those crack off? Good good turnout? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, you know, it was all about, like, oh, bringing the girlies out, making yeah. sure they dance and keep them dancing. Make sure it's not too, like, don't fuck the ratio up, you right. know, type of shit. Like, right. Know, it was dance parties. Like, it was dance what, parties. That's, that's what we fucked And with. so was it mostly, it was it mostly uh, you guys DJing or were you guys performing songs as well? Uh, DJing every t- every once in a while we'd bring in performer performers okay. and like and maybe I might pop out every once in a while with yeah. some older joints that okay. I was rocking yeah nothing not not much that's out right now but and at this that point was, when. was what do you guys call the crib that you used to have the awful house or something. Uh, which one? I which, don't know. What, what, what time? I, I don't know. I read the Fader article. That's, oh, oh, that that's that was the the barrio. The barrio. Yeah. You guys yeah. still got that place? Uh, yeah, yeah. Archie still lives over there. So when you guys all, when you guys meet and start clicking up and making music, does it yeah. is it kind of like you just realize like oh we need to like all be around each other all the time to like work really hard around each other? It, or what? it doesn't. It, it just happens. It, it just happens. happens. You know, it's, it's like because you people found... get into like these locations. It's like oh bro, I'm coming over. Oh, I'm coming over. I'm coming over. I'm coming over. I'm coming over. And it's like. Not even really saying it. Eventually, it just becomes like a thing where it's just like, oh, somebody comes over, and it's and it's kind of becomes like this black hole of creativity almost, right? People yeah. people just come over and get lost in making shit. Yeah, basically, or just being sitting around drunk as fuck, just like bad blabbing and having conversation. Yeah, thing there's just like there's always something going on active, even like on days where it's just like if like oh nobody really made anything today, but uh-huh. we chilled and talked and got drunk as fuck. And, and that's a, that's a sense of like brainstorming. Really. Yeah, basically that's, that's basically brainstorming. Yeah, it's brainstorming days. You might think like, oh, y'all didn't get nothing accomplished today, but yeah. we talked about some hilarious thing that somebody's gonna use for a new song. Right, <laughs> right. Jotting down mental notes for yeah. like well, the next fucking joint. Yeah. So the the way the the Fader article kind of painted it as like you're like this mastermind behind it and gathered everyone together. Would you say that's a- accurate or is that kind of a little uh, a little hyperbolized? Um, it's a little bit. A little grander than the whole thing. It really, it's more natural than that. It's not yeah. just like, oh, get over here, get over here, get right. over here, bring on this down. Right. You know, I wouldn't start right there writing down a fucking ingredients list and right. mixing up a pot or nothing like that. Yeah. It was more so just like things that just kind of, you know, through the universe right. brought themselves together. Well, and it's and it's funny because it's similar how you say, oh, I was watching them making beats and that kind of made me want to make beats, or I was watching them rapping, uh, yeah. you know. And it's probably the same where like I remember the in that article they talk about like how everybody in the house edits and stuff, and I'm sure like they were watching you film and edit and went, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I no, want to no, learn yeah. how to do yeah. that, too. It's, it's a lot of that. It's a lot yeah. of this, you know, building off of one another. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so then the crazy shit happens where Drake gets on a McConan song. You guys are homies. You guys have been collaborating already. Right. And, like, I had heard Wrist way before that happened, I think. I had heard, um, I had heard, well, whatever. You, are you on, um... Are you on the project that he put out with Tuesday and Mo- Don't Stop Molly No More and all that? No, no, no. No? No. But I feel like I'd heard of you before, like, what... I had already heard of you somehow before that, right? So I mean, because of the Nokia track that we had done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay, yeah. so Nokia flip. All right. Yeah. So you guys are already kind of loosely affiliated. He's not officially part of Awful, right? No, no, no. He's just, you know, He's we, the... we, we collaborated for like a good, that whole summer. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then when he hops on the Drake song, I feel like that broke the shit wide open for you guys. It yeah. honestly did. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So tell me about I definitely that. definitely appreciated that. Yeah, tell oh, me. thanks, Drake. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Drake. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Drake. Exactly. That's the, oh man, that's the crazy shit is like, 
I, I swear, two weeks before he got on the remix, right? Right. I was in the studio with Speak, that's the homie, and he's like, oh, you got to hear this. I'm like, what have you been listening to? Because that's part of my brain trust who like puts me onto new shit. Yeah. That's how I found out about you. And he goes, he's like, oh, you got to hear this dude, McConan. And I heard it, and he played he played something that was like kind of more of him crooning, and I was like, ah, it's tight. I don't really get it because I'm kind of old, you know. I'm not. Like, I I'm like, it's, it's I, I get it. But then he played. Or then I heard like, don't sell Molly no more. And then I heard Tuesday, and I was like, oh yeah, now I fucking get it, yeah. right? And then literally like two weeks later, the Drake thing happens, and it's like the whole world knows about him. So then, in the interim, people start going like, oh, he's associated with these people. Awful. Of course, of course. Yeah. And so, what happens? Does your door start getting knocked down or what? Pretty much, it's just like, oh, okay, you're associated with, you know, like yeah. the automatic, the, the, the thing that happens. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it happens frequently with a lot of people. I mean, like Absolutely. collaborators of, you know, anybody else that's booming and bucking and mm -hmm. bopping and shit like that. Yeah. But if you don't really have like a product there. It was kind of perfect you know. serendipity timing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah basically. It was like, you oh, just um, put your product out. Yeah, it was like, my product is there already and yeah. it's good. Yeah, and, and it had him digestible. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So, did, how long was the wrist video online before it started going like ape shit? Um, what what numbers would count as ape shit? Uh, well, I mean, I feel like it's like at a half million now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's sitting at a half million right. Yeah, now. so was it was it already gaining traction before? It the was Drake like line? when it when it came when it came out, it was already just going. Yeah, like on its own, I think. Yeah, it people was like started, it, it was it was steady numbers. Like it's been, it was it was it was like like large steady numbers like the entire time. Yeah, yeah. People were playing that out here, dude. Like right. be before before McConan cracked, I think people were already yeah. playing it. You know, or like before the Drake thing. I mean, like because. Uh, the party that you played, the ham on everything party. Yeah, yeah. Adam and Romo, they were playing wrist like at the like right after it came out. Oh, tight. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because at one point, right after I heard your project, I was texting Adam and I go, Yo, I said, Oh, dude, have you heard of this dude Father? And he's like, Nah, I haven't heard of him. And I said, Dude, go download Young Hot Ebony, it's so tight. And then and then um he was like getting through and he goes, Oh yeah, wrist. He's like, We play this all the time at the parties. I didn't know I didn't know that was his name type of shit. So uh, it's like the dope. song was transcending already, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It was very interesting. Yeah. So it's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a small world, dude. Yeah. The internet makes the world very small. It does. Tell me about the life changes that have happened since since all of this stuff is happening, like Um, I mean, it's kinda it kinda comes around around in my new year. Yeah. Cause like I mean, you know, people have like I feel like when I move has always been my new year okay so everything kind of led up to like me leaving that little sweet spot where i was at the barrio with all the with the whole team and shit uh -huh. and now i you know live in a quaint little pad you know with the wife and kids not really the wife yeah. and kids i don't have the wife and kids but you know you know nice building yeah lots of nice neighbors that say hey in the morning and shit so like you're that. like moving on up to the east side yeah yeah moving on up yeah, to the yeah. <laughs> it literally happened just like this like oh well hey y'all i gotta like not be in the goddamn shit fest so yeah. i gotta like i gotta clear my brain and shit yeah and now like it's like i look up and it's like oh i'm in new york oh fuck now i'm in la look yeah. at this where am i at yeah and go oh. back home and then a couple of days later i'm pretty sure i gotta go do some shows and shit now yeah yeah what uh when did you get to quit your job like when did you decide that the first trip to new york i think yeah i think it was like before yeah yeah. after the first trip to new york i was like i like you know i think it was that, that performance at the west way uh -huh. that i had to go do that i was up there for a little minute just running around a little bit yeah came back didn't shit was just started going yeah i think people were just hitting me up for shit and i'm just like whoa i don't have enough time to go do this other shit quit yeah. And then the money just started, 
you know, working and stuff out. Like, oh, well, I mean, I can eat now off this. I can pay rent off this. Right. I can pay these bills off Well, and it's funny because even at the same time, you yeah. probably it probably feels a bit like a startup company where, like, yeah, you're making your money right now to where you can yeah. live, but it feels like maybe a, a lot more is about to come. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like you, you, right now you're finding the people that really want to invest almost. Right, you know what I mean? right. Yeah, that's got to be a fucking cool place to be at, man. Yeah, yeah, it's super chill. It's super chill. It's just, it's just making sure to, like, all right, now it's like – it's a it's a a new business. Yeah, it's like gotta stay attentive right. at all times. It's right. like go to sleep. All right, wake up. What am I doing? Oh, I'm cultivating something. You know, cultivating this brand and getting right. it out there even more and more and more. Right. Yeah. Do you ever worry? And this is some this is like some sociological shit that I yeah. think about frequently. There are artists like Nas and there are artists like um, Jay-Z, right? So right. Th- those guys are both extremely famous, obviously. But yeah. if you look at their career trajectories, Nas made his best shit at the beginning. Yeah. And he's always been trying to catch up to that best shit. You know what I mean? So technically, if you look at his kind of career trajectory, ah, in you. my opinion, it's kind of a downward curve. Jay-Z, yeah. on the other hand, he made a strong record at first, but his records continued to get better. And yeah. so his artistry was kind of growing as he got older, which is why he's still so successful and he's right. almost fucking 50, right? So do you ever worry – do you ever worry that you already made your Illmatic? Because you can't live that way obviously, but has it ever crossed right. your mind? Right. You're right. I mean it, it, I think it crosses every, yeah. every artist's mind. Like, yeah. Wait, what if that was – what if I just made the best shit of my life just now right. and I'm going to need chill? I, I don't know. I don't. I think about it every once in a while, but I don't really. You know, I don't really care. It's just like it's my, my life is changing, so I'm going to just create shit. Yeah. With it. Do you, and, is your life changing right now? Is it? Do you find it inspiring still? Yeah, it's very still inspiring. It's like right. it's, it's giving me even more shit to talk about, deeper shit. Yeah. Like now it's like I don't know. Before it's like you have these certain problems. Yeah. And it's like once once like you know the financially that all goes and gets washed away. It's like oh now I can dig a little deeper into myself and find these new issues that I need to work out. Right. And I feel like you work those out of the way, you get to another phase in your life, and it's like, oh, here's some more shit I need to work out. Because the problems never stop. Right. And never I'm never going to stop talking about them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing is that yeah. some, some artists uh, concentrate their lives so much on their problems that if they don't have problems, they're fucked. Yeah. You look at Eminem. Yeah. You know, exactly. <laughs> once exactly. the money went away, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you just became this crazy, screaming old white person. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. And plus, man. I know when to chill. I, I don't know. I feel like I know when to chill. Yeah. Because there's other shit that I want to do. You know? Yeah. I want to own shit. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, I'm yeah. trying to get an island. I'm Yo, trying to work my way to islands an island. are kind of mad affordable. Really? Yeah, this is random, but so you, you know that girl Caliucci's? Yeah. So she, we had her on the show. She's a real, real cool girl. And um, I saw her tweet something the other day about, like, yo, uh, anybody know how much an island cost? And she was, it was kind of a joking tweet, but then yeah. I actually like went, I wonder how much islands do cost. Yeah. There's a fucking website that sells islands. Have you ever really? Been, yeah. Have you ever been to I it? I need an island. Oh <laughs> my God. I just want to build an island. There's like, a website that sells islands and like oh, anywhere in the I'm world. Look into that. Doug, do you know what the cheapest island is? The cheapest island. $700,000. That's it. That's not that much. That's not that much in perspective at all. It's a shithole. The island uh, is yeah, the yeah. island is fucked. It's like I think it's out in like uh, maybe somewhere by Brazil or something, right. and it's like completely never. It, there's trees everywhere. Yeah. So it's like you know you buy a seven hundred dollar a seven hundred thousand dollars. Now you got to give it resources. Yeah, it put like five million into development probably. Yeah. But the point is, an island is attainable. It's so attainable. You know, what I what can't that? wait. I'm trying to have like a little like a little base of operations. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, <laughs> which is interesting because they say no man is an island, but it's funny that you want to buy your own island because it seems like you've you've always kind of been this alone guy. 
Is that what it, it is? is? Is that what it is? No, but I want like with my island, I still want people to live there. Yeah. You know, I want to have like a whole little, you know. But you want to be able to like, kick them the fuck out when you don't want them there anymore? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little encampment of just people. I'm just like, no, you can't come to my island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can come to my island. She yeah. can come to my island. No, leave your husband. You can come to my island. Yeah, yeah man. Like, <laughs> so what's the plan for Awful now that things have gotten rolling? Basically to just get everyone on the same. Who's next? Who's next? Yeah, who's next? I don't know. I don't know who's next. Who's dro- who's dropping next? Who's dropping next? Everyone's a little trifling. Uh-huh. That's Keith Charles. Okay. That I don't know if that's immediately next because you know everybody works at their own yeah. kind of pace type thing. Yeah, yeah. Abra Abra's been going in as of recent on some shit. She's been sending me some stupid fire shit. That's okay. about the I feel like that's about to come real soon too. Uh huh. And Slug is gonna drop something else. Slug Christ. Okay. Yeah, Slug Christ just dropped uh a joint a minute ago. It's a long ass title because he makes a long ass title. So I can't remember it at this very second, but we can, you know, look that up later on. Yeah. But he just dropped some shit. That shit is tight. Yeah. And he's gonna come up with some more. That was just kinda like a little preliminary. Okay. Yeah. Um we're coming up on an hour already, so like this this was easy and it was smooth. And so let's end it on um you remember on on I don't know if you're a Wu Tang fan, but they have they have a skit where he's like it's like Method Man and Raekwon breaking down everyone in the crew. Why don't you give a quick summary of everybody that you're kind of associated with, just yeah. so people who aren't familiar can familiar familiarize themselves with like what you guys are doing out there. So tell me about Awful Media and break down everybody in a, in a brief mm. little elevator pitch. Oh my God, there's 14 people. What am there's I do? 14. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, there's like well, 14 artists. What am I gonna do? Real quick, tell me about Slug Christ. Slug Christ. Ah oh, man, he's a white dude. He's a white dude. He's fucking crazy as hell. He got a rat tail. He has a fucking rat tail. I he used to have a mullet. He used to, have, it used to be a mullet. Hey. <laughs> it was a mullet before. That's now it's a rat tail. Yeah. And man, goddamn Wavy King just out there. Slug just... Kind of raps and sings or what? Raps, sings, wails, cries. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. 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 Lots of that. Lots Tell me about that. Ethereal. Ethereal. Fucking goddamn Demon King. Coming for it. Motherfucking riveting. Okay. Out here with the goddamn shits, man. I don't, I don't even know... Ethereal out here going crazy. He out here, he, man, he, once once the shit got booming and bucking, he was like, fuck these video games. Yeah. To- <laughs> so he's working. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's at the crib going right now. Okay. Yeah, he just dropped the uh, Cactus Jack joint. Okay. Yeah. You got Lord, on that. Lord Narf? Lord Narf. Goddamn maggot brain princess. Female rapper. Female rapper. Yeah. Um, adorable. Everybody, everybody loves Narf. Yeah. She's, she's, um... She's she's a wild child. Okay, honestly, she is. I can't, I can't even say things. <laughs> yeah, she's out here doing shit I can't talk about. Okay, right now you know. Does getting, she have a project out? Yeah, yeah. What's for the funky. For, oh, the funky. for the funky. Okay. Yeah. Um, for the funky's out right now. Is Key? Is that one of you guys? Keith? No, Key. Key? Yeah. Fat Man Key? No, 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 not Fat Man Key. Key with an exclamation point. That's key, not, no, no, no. Key is not. Key is not. Oh, he's just like featured on kind yeah, of he, shit. Yeah, he'd, he'd be on shit with me. And, okay, and, like, I wasn't sure if he was if he was part of the click or not. Who else you got? Let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, Playboy Cardi is the youngest member. How old is he? Playboy Cardi is nineteen right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 going off. Okay. I can't wait for him to drop some more shit. Who else? Uh, we got we got to talk about Slug Christ, Rich Post Slim. Okay, you know, Rich Post Slim. Yeah. He's featured on the uh, the Brawl EP we just did together. That shit crazy. Okay. Oh my god. I, I want that to go up more. I want to start performing that. So he has to actually start getting on these. You know, these tours and fucking shows with me and shit. Yeah. Um, 14's a lot, man. God damn it. It's like having hella kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think you And they're like, damn. Who, oh, so I, I think, I think right. the. Jimmy? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pedro? Timmy, Timmy, Jimmy, Eddie. No, uh, so Eddie? I, I think if there's one takeaway from that, it's that like you Archibald guys, Slim. You guys, yeah, Archibald Slim. There you go. That's another one. You guys have a deep roster. Yeah, and you guys are a group of friends that are ma- that are being very prolific right now and putting right. out a lot of shit. And so. If you guys listening are interested in like what the next wave is, this is this is one of them. Like I know that a lot of people tuned in for uh, the Sesh Hollow Water Boys, and like this is kind of it's like an Atlanta version of what they've got going on. Like there's a big following garnering. Everybody's working hard. Everybody's working together. So if you guys are interested in those kind of movements, like maybe reminiscent of like what was happening with Odd Future a few years ago, that type of shit, where it's a bunch of friends working together and uh, being creative, this is a, this is a new thing that you guys can get into. And yo, man. Thank you so much for coming in. Hell I appreciate yeah, it. This is cool. Yeah, tell this the people fun. tell the people where they can find you online as we're going out. Um, you can find everything about me and follow me on Tumblr. Tumblr of all things. Wow. Yeah. But I mean it's my dot com too. Fatherain'tshit.com. Fatherain'tshit.com. Yeah. At fatherain'tshit on Twitter. At fatherain'tshit on Twitter. And if you're trying to send them them filthy Snapchats, where's that at? Bad father on Snapchat. Bad father on Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's all sorts of filthy. Oh, and Lurk got on Instagram. Lurk. People can't really find that one because I just it's really my it's like my Lurk account. It's okay, like, so on there just kind of like. Mm, so you're just in there trying to slide in the DMs, like, hey, uh, like, what's up? It's, you know, you ever heard of, you ever heard that song Wrist? Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, my song. that's my song. All right, so father, screen cap this. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, that's so real. <laughs> don't hey, it's like, hey girl, I think you're pretty, but don't screen cap this. <laughs> hey, uh, so yeah, fatherainshit.com at fatherainshit. My name is Lee. Uh most of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me on Twitter at it's intuition. You can follow my man behind the shore or behind the boards, making the shit sound buttery at I am database. Mm-hmm. Base with two S's. Thank you, Ben Shim. Uh what else? kindaneat.net where everything is wrapped up in a pretty package and youtube.com slash that's kind of neat where we're going to see father perform are you going to do young hot ebony oh yes yeah okay so you're going to see him perform young hot ebony uh oh for show oh for show she locomotive Locomotive. she traded go i love that song i'm very happy about this Uh, i'm a fan of this record uh youtube.com oh yeah uh you can follow us as a unit on twitter at that's kind of neat facebook.com slash kind of neat and uh nobody's listening at this point and that's fine but yeah. Yeah, this was kind of neat. Thank you guys.